Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our Adventure Pod Charlie update number one. It's a very cloudy and windy and chilly day here in Matsumoto. And you know what? I love this kind of fresh weather. Yeah, the wind blowing in my face, a little nip in the air. Ah, it feels so fresh and rejuvenating. I feel alive, energized. For this Adventure Pod episode, we are continuing our interest in Charlie's one-year cycling tour of Japan. I recently called him and recorded this interview. I apologize that the audio quality is not very good. Sorry about that. Okay, let's listen to Charlie on the road, update number one. Good evening, Charlie. Hey, John, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey, I am doing fine here in Matsumoto, and I'm just really excited to have you on the line. I know some uh, listeners yeah, have... Uh, Watched you, you watched you on the video and listened to you, so uh, it's really great to reconnect with you. Cool, yeah, nice to talk to you too, John. It's been a while, eh? And, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Where are you right now, Charlie? Well, uh, I'm inside a huge Kyoto train station. Uh, it's like a huge cavernous space, like a, much, much larger than a cathedral. It's a really, really interesting building. And ah, I chose this place because I thought it might have a bit of a background uh, background ambience for this recording. Oh, wow. And this is, uh, this is the Kyoto train station. Yeah, yeah. It's a really fabulous place. I don't know. Can you hear, can you hear the announcements and the people walking around? Well, I think... I think the fact that we'd probably be better on a uh, on a landline, which probably is not possible right now. So w- through the cell phone, uh, through the cell phone, that that kind of stuff is not coming through. Okay, no worries. Yeah. So, so Charlie, um, you've been on the bike for a little while, and uh, I just like to ask you a couple questions because I'm really interested to hear about how you're doing. Sure, um, yeah, um what uh what have you discovered that's uh, been most surprising during your uh your bicycle journey? The most surprising thing? Mm-hmm. The most surprising thing? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't get that question. Uh Charlie, what have you Hello? discovered? That's been most surprising during your bicycle journey. Uh, most surprising. How, uh, how, how quick you get used to riding uh, 100 kilometers in a day. <laughs> wow, that's great. So you're getting in pretty good shape. Yeah. When I first, uh, when I first started, traveling 100 kilometers was... Uh, it's an amazing ordeal for my legs, for my bike, for me. Mentally, just really tired. But uh, towards the end of this month, sorry, towards the end of last month, 
it's been uh, really just uh, quite a breeze doing it. Maybe it's because I don't have any hills to face, but it's yeah, it's been really nice. Wow, it's so you're getting said, a lot easier. Yeah, a hundred kilometers a day is that about your average on the bike? Yeah, but it's not every day, thank God. I do a uh, hundred kilometers or so to find my next place to stay and work and then uh, spend a week there or two weeks or three days or whatever and then push and go to my next destination. Yeah. So how is it, uh, how are the organic farms? We learned in the, uh, in the Charlie interview video, we learned that you were going to stay at the, uh, the organic farm network. So how has it been staying at the network, uh, at the farms? Well, it's, uh, it's been good, but I kind of started my journey a month later than expected, so I've only had time to visit two organic farms. Uh, to say organic, I'm not really sure exactly what the criteria is, but the place that I worked in last, we were refurbishing or renovating a 150-year-old house, uh, farmhouse, uh, and... The place before that, we were doing just general farming, which I guess they don't use many chemicals, but to a certain extent, like they can't avoid to use it. So I'm not really sure, like, uh, how the organic element fits in, but I think it's just that kind of that kind of goodwill and intention try and move towards more organic farming. So yeah, they've been really interesting. And very different, but only two so far. <laughs> and do you feel like you're, uh, are you learning more while on the bike, or are you learning more while you're there staying at these uh, organic farms or similar kinds of host uh, places? Yeah, good, good question, John. Um, I think I learn a lot more being at the hosts, being at the farm, it's the first time that I've done this kind of work, and I'm not only learning uh, like uh, about a, a small a fraction of of what farming is about, but actually uh, just Japanese terminology for uh, for you know farming words like weeds and digging and planting and seeding and covering and everything. It's very interesting uh, as a language acquisition experience. Yeah, that's great. I, I guess uh, I guess you're improving your Japanese, and uh, especially in the areas of agriculture. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the host that I stay with too, they I try to speak Japanese with them. Some can speak English a little bit. Some can speak English a lot. But uh, I just always tend to reply in Japanese because that's my that's my mindset at the moment. I'm really trying to improve Japanese, so I try and speak it every day. Yeah, well, that's the way to do it. Um, hey, Charlie, how do you feel when you're on the bike, on the road? What, what kind of feelings do you get when you're there uh, along a long stretch of road and you're on your bike for hour after hour? It feels great. It really does. When you first uh, set up, and you know that you're, you're leaving somewhere behind and you spend a couple of days where you've met people and made relationships to a certain degree. 
uh, you've had you've had your time there, and then you're ready to move on and go to the next to the next place. And it's it's great. It's like a I feel like a seven year old again with a has just bought himself a new bicycle. Yeah, it's fantastic. And then the route is uh, it's got its ups and downs. You get tired, you get hungry, you got to eat and stuff. But it's it's really good. Um, my best experience on the bicycle was traveling from Chiba Prefecture, the west coast, all the way to Tokyo, and the difference from absolute countryside to gigantic metropolis was really, really interesting. Just a gradual change in landscape and uh, traffic density and, you know, yeah, big buildings. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, wow, sounds good seeing that that different variety of landscapes. Um any anything that yeah. you would anything that you would change about what you're doing? You you've been on the road um you've been on the road about a month, I guess. Uh That's something right. yeah. yeah. Uh and what is there anything you'd change? change? I don't know. Um yeah, I'd probably bring less things with me. Uh I I I uh, I set off with uh, maybe a few too many shirts or a few too many bits and pieces and and things. Um, and uh, in fact, I took so much stuff with me that I broke my my rear wheel because of overloading it with stuff. Uh, I had to change a spoke twice and decided it was better off to replace the whole wheel. So now I've got a better wheel. I, I guess just just be prepared that. You learn these things as you go along. Uh, it's my first time touring, so I don't know much about the best way to do things. But, uh, yeah, ask your friends, get some advice, and uh, yeah, just go for it. <laughs> I wouldn't change much, really. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, about how many, uh, why don't you tell us exactly how many days you've been on the road and how many kilometers you've done so far? Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to re recapulate uh, remember all the the kind of the rough rough uh, distances uh I'm not quite sure really I, I started off in a place called Nakano City, which is in Nagano Ken, and from there it's about a hundred kilometers to Matsumoto. uh having to catch up with the schedule that I intended to do uh, a month before, so I'm really just catching up to. Where I should be. Uh, so from uh, from Mishima, I took my my bike on the coast and uh, uh, Atani Atani City, and from there carried on the uh, Pacific coast of Japan and past Kamakura, and I found my place. Uh, I found a place to stay in. Uh, what's it called? Hama Hamaya Hamaya Town, perhaps, next to a graveyard and this little rock, this, well, this little rock, this little mountain next to a graveyard uh, overlooking the, the, the bay. It was my second night sleeping rough, and it was pretty nice. Those are the best experiences, really. Originally, I wanted to stop at Tokyo and find myself a host there until I, I met my mother, who was coming from Spain. Again, I decided to stay in my tent and I pitched my tent by the sea again, uh, which is very nice. Yeah, I think it's illegal, but 
you got to do these things sometimes. <laughs> For sure. Okay. So now we're almost at like the fourth week of my travel, uh, fourth or third week of my travel. And then from, from there, from Chiba, it was the, the, the long ride to Tokyo, which is fantastic. It's really good. Nice to, be, nice to be back in the traffic, actually, racing with the lorry drivers and the, uh, the Sunday drivers and passing everybody when the traffic's really crowded and they have to stop at signal and I can just go past them. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, I got to Tokyo and stayed there with some friends of a friend of a friend, in fact, uh, for a few days until my mum arrived. And, uh, yeah, that was the last day of my, my cycling. Uh, I tied up the bike, still in Tokyo, I hope. If it's not there, I'm in trouble. <laughs> And what does your mom, uh, give us quickly, what does your mom think about how you look right now after a, a month or whatever on the road? And uh, what does she think about this cycling idea? Uh, she thinks uh, I, I've lost weight and I look really slim and I've got to eat more and, uh, you know, look after myself. So that's what she says every time she sees me. So it's no, <laughs> different from, no different from today, from, from this time. I always look thin when, when we meet. Uh, no matter how much weight I've got, makes no difference. <laughs> yeah, she thinks it's a good idea in what I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's all good. That's all good. And what we heard a little bit about your uh, your expectations when we talked to you before the trip, uh, I guess a couple months ago. What? Uh, well, yeah, what are you expecting? What do you expect to get out of this experience? What 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 are the goals? Why why do this? Yeah, many reasons uh, why do it. Um, one I've mentioned before is learning Japanese, having just uh, interesting cultural experiences in different parts of Japan. Uh, you can tie that in with visiting different, you know, wonderful places in Japan, interesting places in Japan, absolutely beautiful, breathtaking places. It's almost like uh, riding through National Geographic sometimes. As if you're going through those uh, uh, towns and villages and valleys that you see in the, you know, in some magazine photographs of Japan, especially the rural areas, you just wouldn't see any other way. Uh, so yeah, language acquisition, uh, cultural experiences, uh, visiting the area, traveling, sightseeing, and uh, farming experience, just to know what it is to. What is it to plant your own rice fields or, you know, grow your own watermelons and how much work it actually involves? And there are, there are so many stages to growing a watermelon. It's just it's more than you think, so it's kind of a reality check. Farming is something that I want to do in the future, but it's, it's easy to say if you've never really had your hands in the soil. Uh, my, my granddad was a farmer, but... Um, I didn't really get that involved. I mean, I know what it looks like, and I know it's hard work. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting to do it, yeah. I think there's um, no substitute and, uh, for getting uh, for getting your hands dirty, getting down into the earth, get, getting out hiking, yeah. the trees, uh, getting digging in the dirt. I, I like it. I, I'm out yeah. on my bike a lot, as you know, and uh, I yeah. like going out in the woods and feeling some connection with the natural world. Yeah. 
absolutely. Uh, being being outdoors, uh, being in nature, you know, it, it, it's wonderful. It's really nice. And that goes for the bike too. So cycling's cycling's a whole lot of fun for me at the moment. I think I might, you know, get sick of it after a year, but <laughs> but until then, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good experience. And you get to meet other cyclists along the way too, and other people. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I wanted to ask you: Have, have you made some new friends, uh, cycling friends, or I guess friends at the host places? Not, not really uh, friends as such. Just meeting people and yeah, just being friendly with everybody. It's kind of nice to to have chats with random strangers, not knowing you know, knowing you're not going to see them again in. Uh, in the near future, or maybe ever, it's a, it's a, it's really just a, a passing by kind of relationship with most people. And uh, can you can you give me three or four adjectives, English adjectives, to describe this experience up till now? Okay, John, I could give you maybe a, a hundred. 150, 158 adjectives to describe the experience. It's been uh, from wonderful and exciting and brilliant to uh, the absolute other end of the spectrum. It's been tiring, lonesome, uh, sad, depressing. It's uh, it's the whole range of uh, adjectives. Absolutely every one of them, I think. Even smelly and damp and humid. <laughs> At times, that's what it feels like, uh, you know, when you wake up in the morning and have a really, really small tent and it's just raining outside. But, uh, yeah, uh, you just go on, don't you? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> well, I know, um, you know, I spent some time in India and I, I felt like uh, you talk about all these different kind of emotional uh, descriptions, emotional states. I found that India was also a place, an experience that put you through all these different kinds of emotions from up to down and all different dimensions of your personality that you could discover. I would imagine that this kind of adventure is maybe the same the same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, comparing uh, traveling in Japan and India, of course, they're completely different, but yeah. You're never far away from uh, a lifeline, say, like a, I don't know, a police station or, I don't know, a supermarket where you can buy some food or even a convenience store, uh, which that's the last kind of place I want to go to. But if you need to, it's, it's always there for you. Yeah, it's, uh, so it's, it's nothing compared to the... Uh, the kind of experiences you'd get in a in a in a third world country or or some other you know a country less less commercialized as Japan is. I think it's the challenge aspect. Um, it just uh, there was when I was living in India, just a lot of things challenged you. Things didn't happen as quickly or automatically as you wanted them to. And you found yourself going from really happy experiences to really difficult experiences, sometimes in the same day or the same hour. That That's sort of what I meant, that uh, right. it's something that kind of pushes you from all different directions. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Charlie, um, I've noticed uh, we talked about your website before. Um, you've got some nice photos on there. Uh, I, I recommend Thank everyone you. everyone to take a look. I'll put the link up. Uh, if people have not already seen your site, uh, I will put the link up again. Uh, yeah, now tell us, you are getting updated photos onto your website. How, how are you doing that? Luckily, some of the places that I stayed at have internet access, and I use uh, I use my uh, digital camera. Then I upload, I sort of email photos to uh, my Flickr account. Flickr is a website that collects, compiles, and organizes your photographs online, and it's a really easy way to show people your photos, to share your photos, to keep your photos. And uh, that's how I kind of also document some of my journeys, because you can add a description of anything that you want about the photograph. I, I kind of write my roots details there. So if you're really interested in following the same route, you could follow that through the photograph. Yeah. That's, uh, so I basically email it to my account. And you, you, you're using a cell phone camera. I see you got some great photos there. Those are taken with a cell phone. Actually, uh, before I left, I had some time to go shopping. And uh, I was in Makana, Shishu, uh, Makana City. And they have a, a Yamada Denki store there. But it's such a small town that the stuff that they have is like last year's model. So I got last year's model, which is a fairly competent camera, for a really uh, cheap price, too. So I've actually bought myself a digital camera. I don't know what make it is. Um, I think it's Fujicolor or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it's taking better pictures than my cell phone. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, um, like I said, we'll put the links up there. Keep the photos coming. And, um, yeah. I want to I want to thank you for talking to us today. It's been really good to catch All up right. with you. I know I've been thinking about you and uh, I've gotten a couple emails from you, <laughs> so I've you've thank you for that. And uh we wish you the I'll, best of I'll, luck and uh continued uh, good experiences and good good learning on your journey. Yeah, I'll try and uh, I'll try and write a few more emails as I go along. It's uh, it's hard to find the time really because after after working at six uh, what is it from 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 eight till six uh, you're you're pretty pretty knackered after a day's work on the farm so it's kind of hard to get onto the computer and write some thoughts but I, I try to I try and do that as much as possible. Just one more thing I wanted to say is to uh, to uh, invite people to send me an email if. And uh, if if they wanted to meet me along the way, maybe help me out, give me a place to stay. Or <laughs> I know it's kind of cheeky, but yeah, if okay. they if they uh, if they can check out the route and just send us an email, and you never know, they might meet up to share some share some experiences, especially if you're into cycling or or well, actually anything anything goes. I'm I'm cool. Okay. Yeah, well, yes, what, that would be most what, appreciated. 
Yeah, why don't you give your um, your website and uh, your e do you want to do you want to give your website and your email out right on here on yeah, the sure, show? Sure. I, yeah, that's cool. Uh, my website address is www.ex1st.com. And I guess the first thing you want to do when you get there is click on the first uh, link that says One Man Japan, which is the name of my adventure on the bike this year. One man in Japan, that's me. And uh, when you click there, you'll find uh, a menu on the top right. Uh, if you click on Route, you'll find everything that you need. And if you click on Contact, you can see my email address. But uh, I'll say anyway, it's Exhibition. Uh, I don't know how to spell that right now. Exhibition one uh, sp at hotmail dot com. Yay. Okay, well, Charlie, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll put the links up for that. And uh, this is uh, One Man Matsumoto uh, talking to <laughs> One Man Japan. And, Charlie, thanks again. Uh, good luck with everything. Yeah, that, and, makes, uh, that, makes two men. <laughs> that makes two men in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, and let's talk soon. Nice talking to you, John. Thanks very much. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Take care. See you later. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget, before Charlie left on his trip, we recorded two video interviews with him, and you can find those, more podcasts, video podcasts, some transcripts, our blog, and a new live Skype cast, which you can join. Hey! It's all for you at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Thanks for listening, and special thanks to Charlie for joining us from the road. Take care. Bye-bye.